Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Yeah, live from rainy and cold Los Angeles. Let's sign up for this. Uh, I'm just kidding, kind of. Let's go talk to a guy who I believe lives in Atlanta, the greater Atlanta area was in Indianapolis, where it was cold. One of my favorite people in sports media, both on and off camera, really talented. In fact, NBA Crunch Time, which is presented by Caesar Sportsbook, is back with this gentleman. It's the NBA's only whip-around show. It's free. It's commercial-free. Go on the NBA app uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, 8.30, you East Coasters, but 5.30, those of us out here on Pacific Time, with the one and only... Jared Greenberg will take you to the biggest moments of the night as they happen. The whip around is really, really good. Good morning, Mr. Greenberg. Man, you know how to butter me up by talking about crunch time. <laughs> crunch time, baby. I love it. I, you know what? I've already told, I've already said this to you. I, I need it more often. I just need it to be yeah. every night. It's such a, especially when there's a lot of games. It's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd, I'd love to. I, I mean, not that my kid ever needs to see me. You know, he's only seven months old. He, he can he can be fine without seeing me every day. That's fine. We can do it. Uh, we just need the schedule makers to be a little more cooperative by putting multi, you know, more games on the schedule every night. And you know what? This is the time to be away from, though. Because, yeah, he ain't going to remember. Exactly. I mean, tell him you love him. You know, pick him up, hold him. It's when he's four. Daddy, don't you love me? That it gets really, really hard. Really, <laughs> really tricky. Speak by then, you? We hope, right? Hope yeah, yeah. Play. I mean, it's a yeah. Yes. I mean, okay. your kid might be talking in six weeks just because you know what it runs in the family. Loquaciousness can run in the family, as I <laughs> as I understand it. Um, I I am not loquacious on many things, uh, Jared, but I am on my people would call it disdain. I would say it's actually a reported perspective on Doc Rivers. I've been saying this for years, and you you may not agree. Uh, I, I guess JJ Reddick agrees. What do you make of all the circus and? Um, noise around Doc's beginning, his start, and, and now the assessment from a pretty prominent NBA voice about Doc's lack of accountability. Yeah, uh, interesting. Um, you know, I think it goes back to his, his Clipper days where J.J. played for him, where there was a ton of, for lack of a better word, excuses made for why the team didn't succeed. Some of them more viable and justified than others. I think injuries had a lot to do with it, but there was also opportunity to overcome adversity um, and to win, and they just they didn't do it at the highest level. And then that, 
that transferred into Philadelphia, certainly, and, and blaming of, of people who, who probably deserve that blame. But I think, I think what people want from Doc Rivers, you know, listen, we're in the business of putting a microphone in front of people's faces or um, taking what people say and, and making it into content, as, as you do on your radio show every day and as I do on NBA TV and on TNT as well. Um, so we, we don't want to muzzle these people and tell them to stop talking. But I think what we're looking for for Doc Rivers is to say, and also – I deserve some of the accountability, and I am to blame. And 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 listen, Ben Simmons was an issue. Ben Simmons uh, maybe couldn't be a champion, but it is on me to develop him, to help him, or to make the necessary changes that can help us be. I think that's what we're looking for from Doc, and we have not heard just yet. Jared Greenberg, I um, I really like the Milwaukee Bucks organization and the people in it. I'm from that part of the country. I'm from Northeast Iowa. So didn't grow up a, a Bucks fan, but we sort of, you know, we all root from where we're from. Uh, not the biggest Doc guy, but that's fine. But I would, be, I would be happy to see them have success. Putting the Doc Rivers question aside, right, just presuming that he's going to figure it out, which I think he will, at least in the regular season. I think he will. I find the East to be really, really difficult. I, I'm not saying, for example, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to win four series, but I think they can win a series or two people don't expect if things break the right way. And I'm not going to rule out the Miami Heat just yet, and we'll see what happens with Embiid and whether they become challenging again. And the Knicks are for real. I'm sorry, Knicks fans. Yes, 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 I know. Jalen Brunson's great. Do you see the Eastern Conference with as many landmines for teams like Milwaukee and even Boston as I do? Do you think it's as deep and as difficult as I happen to? So I, I want to change some of the wording you said. I, I think that there is a lot of parity outside of Boston. I, I am a firm believer in Boston. I would be anything but I would, I would be stunned if Boston does not come out of the Eastern Conference. Outside of Boston, I think there is this group of teams that has a couple of strengths, but mostly has question marks. So whoever that other team outside of Boston that makes it there is going to have to overcome some of their own weaknesses. And I think, just to clarify something on Milwaukee, that whether you're not the biggest basketball fan or whether you are and you're still looking at their standing, the, the Eastern Conference standing, you say, well, Milwaukee's in pretty good shape. How, how is how do you have that many questions about them? It's, it's because it's, it's based on history. We know that there are regular season teams in the NBA and there are teams that are built for playoff success. And the success that this team has had this year comes with a lot of red flags saying they're not transferable skills where we can see success in the playoffs for reasons A, B, and C. And a lot of it has to do, and, and I think I said this on your show earlier this season, Bill, like, their offense was really good, top four, top three at times in, in, in the NBA. And I still looked at that offense and said, man, like I know we're talking a lot about their defensive issues and their defense is the biggest issue, but I have not seen a team with two of the most dominant and lethal offensive players scare me. Like I feel like you put a good coaching staff and give them 48 hours to prepare between games and they're going to be stifled on the offensive end. And I think that's part of the problem. So, yeah, I think Milwaukee comes with its own set of issues. Cleveland has its own set of issues. New York, Miami. So, to me, it's Boston's conference to win. There's going to have to be another team that plays them in the Eastern Conference Finals. And it could be a big surprise like we had last year. Jared Greenberg hanging out here on the show. NBA on TNT. NBA TV. Can I just be honest with you, Jared? I find it really hard to say NBA on TNT and NBA TV back-to-back. I have to really – because it's, it's kind of a tongue twister. The fact yeah, that you both – Yeah, I mean, I can both. simplify it for you. So we've got this new name now. You can just call us TNT Sports. Oh, is that the new thing? Everybody's yeah, got a new yeah. – we got a new name. 
Yeah. Paramount Plus. Yay. Uh, TNT Sports. Yep. But dude, you do, you do the NBA on TNT. That is a big freaking deal. I'm going to keep saying it. I'll deal with the <laughs> tongue twister. I pinch myself every day. I don't understand how it <laughs> it's happens. A, you're good at it, dude. I, 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 I love watching you on, on the old TV. Jared Greenberg here on uh, here on the show. So you were an indie. Um, look, man, I, I hate the All-Star game. I know you, you probably can't. I, I, I don't want to hate it. I loved the Steph versus Sabrina thing. It was awesome. It was awesome. So good. I really enjoyed the three-point contest. It, I'm not breaking major news here talking about the fact that the game doesn't have a lot of defense. Do you think that this thing needs to be fixed, or do you think all of us need to adjust our expectations for what that weekend is going to be? No, I, I, I think it absolutely needs to be fixed. And I, I think we need to get back to the root core of what it is, the weekend for the fans. And the one who's funding it all, my company, you know, is, has, has high expectations for it. Um, and, and I think that, you know, it, it goes back to the whole load management thing. It goes back to players devaluing and taking the integrity away from uh, the 82-game the, the regular season. Like, at some point, <laughs> the, the NBA is going to bite the hand that feeds it, and it's going to cost them. And this is no secret. Like, there's, a major, there's major negotiations going on right now that will have a direct impact on the next set of collective bargaining agreement conversations that happen because the salary cap is going to be impacted. The NBA has these, you know, dreams of grandeur of what this new TV deal is going to look like, and they have every right to feel that way. But are they going to get what they are asking for? And I don't know the answer. I'm not obviously privy to these conversations. But players' salaries have increased whatever ten times tenfold over the last you know twelve years or so. Whatever that number is, I'm not sure. But it's directly related to the TV contracts, right? Like back in the day, ticket sales meant everything. Now it's TV contracts. And if you continue to devalue what the people, what, what, the, what those media companies are getting, and in turn what the advertisers are giving those media companies, and in turn what the fans are spending with those advertisers, you're going to eventually bite the hand that's feeding you. And I don't think these players have that vision at all. I mean, here's 100% cosign, Jared Greenberg. Very, very insightful, very smart. Let me add to that, and you tell me if you think this is accurate or not. I love doing radio. I love most days working with Pretty Daddy over here, the executive producer. Like, I, I have two jobs in radio I love doing. But if I had 20 or 50 or $300 million in the bank, I, can, I don't know to what degree. I'd like to think I'd put in the same work, the same effort, the same passion. I, I'm not sure that I would. And to, Many of the people who are the driving forces in the NBA don't have to worry about the next contract. LeBron James is going to be wealthy whether or not he devalues the product, and that is true for for all of these guys. And so I think one of the dilemmas is, as you noted, with BRI where it is, with with the split of the pie the players get in the collective bargaining agreement now, and to your point, the amount of money that is just rushed into the economics of the NBA because of the TV deals, all of these guys are wealthier, even for NBA players, than they probably ever imagined 20 years ago. I don't, I don't know how you motivate massively wealthy people in any business to work incredibly hard at something if they don't feel like they have to. Well, listen again. I'm no, I'm no economic expert. I'm certainly no experts on unions. But, but I would, I would go to the union and and say your job yeah. is just not for the here and now. It's for the future. And you know, one of the things you hear about the older players talk about, and we we saw this. Uh, and a great feature um, on, on TNT. I don't know if you caught it on the pregame show the other day, but just talking about how the players almost threatening to strike from the All-Star game back in the day led to 
a pension plan and where we are now. Point of it being is twofold. Number one, not everybody in the union is as rich as LeBron James, right? And so LeBron James doing things like not showing up to Saturday practice oh. and basically saying I have better things to do is is not just hurting the media, it's hurting the union. And then the the other part of it is um, I, w- I would say not only looking towards the future and say, hey, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road, our responsibility is to make sure that those that generation of players is in a better place than we were in, which is hard to imagine. But, yes, like that has to improve. That's the goal of the union. The other part of it is not everybody is as rich as LeBron. And, yes, there is a huge – there's this huge group of guys who are making – unbelievable money which they they earn and they deserve and all of that but there is still a part of that union that is not getting compensated at that rate there's still players on two-way deals and players in the g league who i get it are not necessarily part of that union but who that union should be looking out for and if if you're only tending towards the one percenters or the five percenters or whatever it may be you're in in the end you're hurting the greater good and i think this is a real problem that the players association needs to rectify and understand and it's going to take somebody who's not making 50 million dollars a year to stand up and say something and you're 100 percent right about the union someone has to look out for the long-term interests of the players and it is not lebron james and it shouldn't be and again if i'm if i had 50 million dollars in the bank i'm not sure how much i'd be looking out for pretty daddy's future whatever that says about me it's probably human nature um Jared, speaking of LeBron, and by the way, I like LeBron, and I think you like LeBron too. I, I like him, but he's a comp, he's a complicated guy, and you're so right. You're so right about the Saturday thing. It is. You didn't say this. I will. It is so obnoxious. I don't care if LeBron does a farewell tour the last two years or he pulls a Tim Duncan, but his whole fifty-fifty. I mean, come on. Is well, there first any? Of all, first of all, yeah. first of all, let, let, let's be honest. It is one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That he's doing a farewell tour. That's the quite right. And, I mean, and, and there may be and there may be two of those farewell tours, but there will be a tour, right? He, he uh, Tim Duncan, it, it does not exist for LeBron James. That's it. That was the question. I mean, I like LeBron, and I covered him a lot, and I made a lot of um, not money, but my a lot of my career, like opportunity. Is, yeah, is predicated the 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 keystones are just calling LeBron out for insulting people's intelligence. I mean, I like LeBron, but, bro, right. we all know you're doing the fair. That's just a question. Uh, last one for you, Mr. Greenberg. Not a hoops question. What was the best meal you had in Indy? So, I mean, I, I had, like, three meals at Harry and Izzy's, which was – it's good. It's good. Um if you went three times, it must be good. I do the same so thing when I travel. The, the, the issue, so the thing that I love about Indianapolis is that you can walk the entire city. The entire yeah. city is walkable. The problem yeah. was it was too cold. It was not appropriate to walk. So getting a car service like an Uber or a Lyft um, became a problem. I, I was waiting like 45 minutes for an Uber that was three minutes away. So I eventually said, screw it. Instead of going to this really highly recommended place that I thought was going to be really cool, I'm just going to go back to Harry and Izzy's, which is a good old standby. It's next to St. Elmo's. I think it's owned by St. Elmo's, and it was it's fine. It's good. Pro tip. It's, yeah. I had this at the in-season tournament where I couldn't get an Uber and then two Uber drivers at my hotel because, I, like an idiot, I stay at the Renaissance because it's usually quiet, but the rodeo, I don't know anything about rodeos. The rodeo, like the Super Bowl of rodeos was yeah. next to my hotel. A fight broke out between two, not Prius, two Tesla drivers. 
and one Tesla driver tried to hit the other Tesla driver with their car, and the car's automated system stopped. It was crazy. So I can relate to your story. Oh my! It, it Couldn't was get out of there. So, so like, it, it's a small, it's a great small city to to walk when it's nice. The problem yeah. was they, they just could not handle the amount of cars, which I'm curious about because they had the Super Bowl there. They had obviously a Final Four, but a little different because it was during the pandemic. Like, how did those events I, work out? I covered I covered a Super Bowl there back in the day, pre Uber though, or right on the, and I walked everywhere. But the right. I'm trying to the weather was okay. It was right. it, I, I remember the Skywalk system, and then I could yeah, it was nice. It was 40s yeah. or something. Yeah. Yep. All right, buddy. Well, good talking to you. Um, I'll get with the schedule makers so that they Thank schedule you. enough games. By the way, I yeah. would watch you whip around for three games. So, like, I don't. I need more Jared Greenberg, right? Like, it's the Greenberg. Yeah, you know, like I, you know I what need, I'm saying. I need multiple. Like, I need. I need like three to four games simultaneously. Like the other night we had it. And I think we'll have it again uh, tomorrow night when we do the show. Like when there's eight games going on simultaneously, it just gets me going. If, if you've never seen me do it, um, you know, I turn into a different person. It's 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 a lot of fun. Check us I, out. I, it's, and again, like you said, Bill, it's free to watch and it's commercial free. Like what else do you get in life that you don't have to pay for and you don't have to watch ads while you do it? Right. So NBA app tomorrow night, 830 Eastern, 530 Pacific. I'm going to give you everything you need to know about the NBA. If you're gambling on it, if you're worried about injuries, you want to see big moments, stars, all that. Got it. I caught this sort of on accident. I went to watch some league pass game before the all-star break and it was on. And it was so good. And I'm not just saying this. You were so good. So wherever you're Thank listening, you. dear listener, Jared S. Greenberg, it's free, and it's it's a great way to consume hoops. Uh, my friend, as always, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank and I guess I'll see you in the conference finals, the finals, one of these days. Yeah, I'm sure I'll run into you in the playoffs somewhere, buddy. And stop, right. stop complaining about the weather in L.A. Nobody feels bad for you. <laughs> it's cold <laughs> here, man. It's like 57. I will. I'll yeah. stop. <laughs> Talk to you later, dude. Jared Greenberg on the show. Uh, Jared S. Greenberg for Super. Jared S. Greenberg on Twitter, NBA on TNT, NBA TV. See that? I just see that. Oh, I just, I, you see what I'm saying? It's hard. Do it real quick. Just say it real quick. Don't even think. NBA TV and NBA on TNT. No. <laughs> it's hard. Let's just call him a superstar. Jared Greenberg's here at NBA on TNT and NBA TV. And I talk fast. So I really. It's hard. It's a tongue twister. Jared S. Greenberg, NBA superstar. <laughs> gotta give him his. Gotta give him his. Pro- he is on the NBA on TNT, man, and NBA TV. And that is not. That is not easy. Um, did you put any soccer in buy or sell? Uh, did you want soccer in buy a or sell? A disappointing <laughs> but riveting buy or sell next year on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. He is pretty daddy. He doesn't grade on you or me. Well, he doesn't grade on you. On CBS Sports Radio. Well, now, that's a funny one, but they're all about you. Have you noticed every... Rejoins about you. Not today. The first one I played was you. Was you just ripping your colleagues, ripping other media members about the All-Star game. I was not involved whatsoever. All about Tom. The last two I was involved in. Yeah. No, I, you, you, um, I, yes. Yes, you are. Uh, now it's time for Tom's moment to shine, as he, as he calls it. The best part of the show. Pretty daddy time. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, on Max Crosby's podcast, Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce said this about facing Patrick Mahomes in the future. You got the Jordan rules, and we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. Mm-hmm. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons? All those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his <laughs> Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, yeah, filling them, love taps. We touched them. We in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. So I showed those guys Jordan getting his whooped. Bill, buy or sell Antonio Pierce crossed the line with these comments. Um... I mean, sell. Sell. He's just talking. The other thing is you can't Jordan rules quarterbacks, ironically, in the NFL anymore. You could more Jordan rules Jordan than you can go after Patrick Mahomes, just the way they protect quarterbacks. I, I don't, do you have an issue? I don't have an issue with it. I think it was borderline. I think he probably didn't really? cross the line, but I think he was right at that line. He madonna this thing. Uh, On the borderline. <laughs> Especially when yeah. uh, you know, you're know you talking about uh, a head coach in Sean Payton who's already bounty gate. Like We've already gone down this road. These comments were not Bounty Gate, don't get me wrong. Give me, come on, bro. But I mean... Come on, morality, please. I wouldn't be surprised if Antonio Pierce heard from the NFL. Buy or sell, you liked my Madonna reference. Buy. Buy or sell, you saw that Madonna fell off a chair recently at a concert. Sell. Yeah. I don't know if it was recent. I saw it on Twitter. In fairness, sometimes things are 12 years old. I know she is out on tour because I've seen billboards around Manhattan. She was just at Madison Square Garden. Buy or sell, you've walked into a pane of glass thinking it was an open door at least three times in your life. Sell. Straight buy for me. Three's a high number. Buy. I think it's three or four. We've all done it once. Three's a lot, Twice in front of different girlfriends, like friends or family. Just like like, strutting and then just down on the ground. That's really clean glass there. (laughs) It was very (laughs) clean. Also non-sequitur at all, but I was dating a girl once whose name was Billy Joe. That was embarrassing. And why? Well, my name's William Joseph. Oh, I see. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't put that together. (laughs) In retrospect, (laughs) 
uh, not great. And I was I, I was up on a chair when all of her friends were there, and my leg went numb. I was like I was sixteen, and I got up to go, and I because I was like, oh, I'm late for curfew, and I fell over. My right leg didn't work; just fa- <laughs> face planted. Billy and Billy, and then Billy fell over. That relationship didn't last. <laughs> All right, Bill. America's team that I know you love okay. so much. Bleacher reports Jordan Schultz believes that Dak Prescott will command $60 million per year when he gets a new contract, which would make him the highest paid player ever in the NFL. Now, as you know, Dak is signed for next season, but would be a free agent if a deal does not get done after next year. Bill, buy yourself the Dallas Cowboys should let Dak Prescott hit free agency if he wants $60 million per year. Man, he's got him by the... By the Huckleberries. Um, to put it in perspective, right now, Joe Burrow, highest average salary, $55 million. Hasn't won a Super Bowl, but he's been to a Super Bowl. So it's it's really interesting because I, I do not think you're going to win with Dak, and that has been a recurring belief on this show for a very, very long time. That has proved itself to be true. It certainly could be – he could prove that wrong. There's not a good solution – How did you phrase the question again? Because I have I have an answer. Buy or sell the Dallas Cowboys should let Dak Prescott hit free agency Buy. if he wants sixty million per year. Buy. I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> I'd rather have Baker Mayfield at forty. I would rather have Kirk Cousins at forty-five, if that's an attainable number, right? Obviously, Baker can be tagged, so that is that is trickier. But what terrible planning for that football team. Draft somebody who has, and I know they traded for Trey Lance, but. That's true. They did. Now, Dak is please. signed for this upcoming season. I know. I know. But you want to, like, have somebody to push him now to leverage him a little bit, too. All right. Yeah, I mean, good job, Dak. Get your money. I just, I don't think it's a great thing. All right, Bill. Hoopier than that. Let's get to some NBA here. Victor Webanyama has signed as a new ambassador for Louis Vuitton. I mentioned that because it's a global brand. The Spurs' seven foot four big man already leads the NBA in blocks and is averaging over twenty points per game to go along with ten rebounds in his rookie season. Bill, buy or sell Victor Webanyama is best positioned to be the next face of the NBA. After LeBron James retires. It de- well, that's a good question. It depends when LeBron retires. I don't I think Wemby I think Wemby can be the face of the league in three years. Kenny in two? I'll buy. I'll buy in general terms. Buy. Let me also give you a perspective here though. And then you can buy or sell this. I don't think the NBA needs a face of the league per se. I think that parity is good for the sport in local markets and can grow interest. I think that's a long-term play. I think that there's so much talent that it's an entertaining product. And I know that the teams that actually compete for championships play really good defense. The Knicks, really good defensively. The Bucks when they've won, really good defensively. The Warriors, when they've won, really good defensively. Who else? Might? The Cleveland Cavaliers, really good defensively. The Nuggets, really good defensively. The Celtics, outstanding right now defensively. And, and so that, that energy 
there's great athletes, and unlike the All-Star game, at least the good teams are competing tooth and nail every night. I, I, buy or sell, you agree, the league does not require a face of the game. Buy. I would argue, and maybe you could point to a handful of guys, but between Jordan and when LeBron became LeBron, I don't think there was a clear face. I mean, you had Shaq, you had Kobe, you had Allen Iverson. But AI I, don't think, I don't think there was a work. clear number one. Yeah. Even before Jordan, it was it was Bird and Magic. And there was Kareem in there, and then Wilton Russell, right? So it's the idea that there is a singular dominant face of the game is a Jordan creation because of the dominance with which he owned the league for a decade, even the two years when he was gone playing baseball. He was a, a big story because he was playing baseball, and we now recognize Elijah on only one because Jordan was fake, retired two years away. Yeah, I don't... And by the way, one could emerge. I, I don't think it's a requirement. All right, Bill, let's stay in the NBA here. Last year, Jason... Actually, I have another one. Okay, buy or okay. sell, you would, you would buy the idea that Steph has become more of a face of the game than LeBron the last five years. Buy. I think so, too. I don't know if it's clear-cut, but you can make that argument. He is for my kid. I mean, I, I find it interesting that my son is more interested. He's interested in LeBron, but he's a lot more interested. He's bummed that I know LeBron well and don't know Steph well, I, which I find interesting. you got to get on that. Remember, we need to look up at the court, not down <laughs> oh at the court. Oh, my God. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> All right, Bill, another NBA one here. Last yeah. year, Jason Tatum said that Giannis was the best player in the NBA. However, in an interview with ESPN released yesterday, Tatum had this to say. Who do you think is the best player in the NBA right now? Uh, myself. Is that, have you always had that kind of confidence? Because I, don't, I asked you that question a year ago and you said it was Giannis. So what's given you that confidence? I got a lot of respect for a lot of guys in the league. Yeah. Giannis for sure. Um, Jokic obviously just won. And the guys that won MVPs. And the list goes on. It's, the league is in a great place. I truly do believe every time I step on the floor, I'm the best player. Bill, I'm not going to ask you if he's the best player. I'll word it like this. Buy or sell Jason Tatum is one of the three best players in the NBA right now. Uh, I wish you hadn't gone three. I wish you'd gone four or five. That's why you went three, isn't it? It is. It is. Sell. Sell. I'll even order them for you. You ready? Yeah, give it to me. Jokic, Giannis, Embiid. When Embiid is healthy. I was going to say, does that factor in whether he's the top three? That he's usually, you know, dealing with a lot of injuries. And I think that there's an equation in there that that after that, there's a conversation about LeBron still. I think there's a conversation about Kawhi when he's healthy. I think there's a conversation about Shea Gilgis-Alexander. That is Probably, yeah, and, and, and Tatum. Am I forgetting someone? I don't think I am. So I don't think he's a lock for top five, but but he, but he might be. Also, just by or sale, you found that interview awkward. No, I did. Bye. It's more distracted by the music. Yeah, I watched it, and it was just, I don't know, it just wasn't, it just felt, I don't know, awkward. We like awkward, though, on this show. Do we? I'm awkward. I don't think. Well, I thought we liked me. Maybe we don't charming. like me. You're charmingly awkward. Would you just? I wouldn't say you're awkward. Well, I'd say you're unusual. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> you say tomato. Who says tomato? Nobody says tomato. I don't know, but I like using that phrase. I, I like it too.
All right, Bill, let's get to some spring training baseball here. The Boston Red Sox haven't made the playoffs the last two years. And in fact, they've been under 500 the last two seasons. And all-star Rafael Devers is tired of it, saying yesterday through an interpreter, quote, they need to make an adjustment to help us players be in a better position to win. Everybody in this organization wants to win. We as players want to win. I think they need to make an adjustment to help us. I'm not saying the team is not okay right now, but they need to be conscious of what the weaknesses are and what we need. End quote. Bill Byersell Devers made the right decision calling out the Red Sox publicly. Yeah, sell. Sell. What are you doing? What he is saying is my team sucks. My organization sucks. And he's a stud. He's a he stud. Is an, I'm looking up his numbers right now. To remind, he is an absolute stud. 33 home runs, 90 runs, 100 driven in. Yeah, the guy's the guy's a machine. No, I I think I, I mean, no duh, your team's supposed to help you win. What he's expressing is his frustration that the that, that um, the Red Sox haven't been the Red Sox. But it's not it's not as if the front office is intentionally failing. They're just not good at their job. All right, Bill. Let's stay with spring training baseball, but a different kind of frustration here. Now, yesterday during spring training, Reds phenom Ellie De La Cruz fouled the ball off into the parking lot that hit his teammate Hunter Green's car and shattered a rear window. It gets even better than that, though. The pitch that Ellie De La Cruz fouled off was thrown by Hunter Green. So the pitcher who threw the ball got his window shattered by Ellie De La Cruz. And once Green found out, he yelled, quote, you're paying for that. To which De La Cruz said, you make more money than me, end quote. Wow. Bill, buy or sell Ellie De La Cruz, who hit the foul ball, should have to pay for the broken window. Sell. Here's what I think. Don't park that close to where your ball, I mean, you should know. Look at the trajectory. I'll do that when I go to Little League games. I can't, you know, the kids are fouling the balls off. I mean, honestly, it's, good. it's like right out of a movie. How close? Because I saw pictures of this. How close the players' cars are to the field. Also, I would imagine that the team is going to pay for the window. I would pretty, hope they would step in. Pretty funny exchange. Pretty good retort. But just because you make more money, should you cover? Like, it's just he threw the pitch and his car window got shattered. I, I mean, here's the. Do you think if I'm golfing? I'm left-handed, so it, oh, and I, I have a slice. So, I, the 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 holes along busy streets are always built so righties who slice won't hit them, which means I hit. I've hit cars. If I shatter a window, do I have to pay for that? <laughs> Did the person driving the car stop to I, yell at you? So no, I was in Dubuque, Iowa once playing, and I'll never forget it. And I just full on slice, and the ball. <laughs> we're up on a hill at Bunker Hill Golf Course, and we're up high. And the ball's going toward, what road is this? I can't remember the name. Pretty busy, you know, four-laner. You know, you're supposed to go 35, everyone's going 50. And a car, I'm like, okay, I'm clear, I'm clear, I'm clear. And a car, like physics class, comes out to the left. And I think, oh, man, oh, no. And the ball goes <laughs> right and, like, smacks right on loudest. And it just kept on going. So from the car's perspective, if he, like, looked up to see who hit that, he could see that there's people, but there's no he, way well, he could see that it he was, was you. He was driving away from us, so he'd have to, you know what I he, I'm okay. in a blind spot, safety zone. I think you should be responsible for repairing that car. I've told the story on the air about how I once hit 
I was beating Isaiah Thomas, the Piston, not the former Celtic, in a golf match, and he basically pretended to a mother that I hit her kids with a golf ball, and I fell apart when she yelled at me. But I, I always wondered what would have happened if I actually had hit one of the kids. Because they're just playing in their backyard. I came up near their fence but didn't cross it. But, like, do you really want your kids on the playground when they're seven where everyone's hitting golf balls 10 yards away? I've seen some really funny videos on social media just like that situation of people whose backyards go up against the fence to a golf course who will pretend when a ball lands in their yard will pretend that it hit them and lay down in the grass like they're unconscious to pretend that the golf ball just hit them. One of my favorite childhood memories, again in Dubuque, Iowa, there was a country club, and we, they would, the 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 green, the back of the green was a was a small stone fence, and the other side of the fence was a tree and a house, and we would go into that tree and get all the golf balls, and then that unfortunately graduated. Man, I wanted to link what I was graduated to me taking the golf balls and replacing them with a rock with paper around it and running. <laughs> You're a good dude, man. And then I would come back and sell the golf ball, and I. I, I I apparently tried to sell a golf ball three days later to a guy who I'd stolen it from. He's Good like, hey, man. Dude. You, so the country club had to send somebody up to talk to the kid, me, <laughs> and my brother. Can you please stop? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Whoops. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, stop doing it. It's time for No Context Buy or Sell. Buy. I'm a thief. <laughs> sure. Just one for you today, Bill. Buy or sell, you want to see UConn go back-to-back as champions in men's college hoops. Sell. Sell. How's that for an answer? Uh, let's talk about Kevin Durant's leadership style and why he doesn't have any after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Popeyes fans watch the perfect pairing. A Popeyes commercial during the big game and their new lineup of crispy on the outside, juicy on the inside wings. Order any of their five delicious flavors today. All right, maybe I was a little hard on Kevin Durant. Last segment, I, I let you know as we got into this segment that he had no leadership skills. Well, 
the reason that is a question, a topic, a joke-ish sort of I can make is because on the boardroom, his own project, being interviewed by his own agent, Kevin Durant, so I think it's fair to say unsolicited, brought up his view that there's a notion out there from people like me that he's not a leader. I'm not as charismatic as my peers. I don't have a personality that's like fit for TV. And a lot of those stories of what we talk about don't get spoken about in the media. You gotta sell what you're doing as well. And I haven't sold it enough. I don't feel like I need to. I don't feel like I want people to call me a leader, but I also don't want people to say I'm not one either because they don't see what goes on behind the scenes or what I talk about or my intentions. All the relationships that I built with my teammates and support staff, but when guys like that say that, I just got to chalk it up to them just not being aware, push a narrative for myself, expose the truth on how great of a leader I am. I don't feel like it's necessary. I just chalk it up to those guys not being aware of who I am. You're happy. People think like, they're like, why KD not happy? Why is KD yeah. look so miserable? It's tough where I'm unhappy. That's just human nature. We don't play well as a team. I'm not, I'm not happy. It may not last for a long time, but I'm not happy for a good four or five hours when I call you after a bad game. Like once you accept that we have normal human emotions and reactions, of course my life is good. Of course I can't complain about anything, but in the moment some happens, I'm not going fake like I'm not upset about it because I'm living such a great life. No, I want this to work out. And sometimes you being upset helps you figure out a problem. So sometimes me not liking what's going on is going to help me get to a solution better, you know, but that doesn't mean my life overall is unhappy. All right, let's take this two uh, two at a time. There's two things here. And by the way, not totally unsolicited because Chuck took a shot at him, but Chuck always does that with KD, I think, over the all-star break. I actually really liked his answer. It's two separate things about his life is great, but he can still be upset when he plays poorly. I find Kevin Durant in these interviews to be very similar to the to the young man that I interviewed when he was a young man, when he was in Oklahoma City, I mean, 13, 12 years ago, whenever whenever I was going down there and talking to him. He's, he's, he's insightful. He's introspective. He's interesting. I find it really likable, really likable and really mature. But he's also very clearly aware, sensitive about how people perceive him. And we've talked about this a lot. I've, I've made fun of the burner Twitter accounts. I don't know, and probably neither does Barkley, to what degree Kevin Durant is good at talking to his guys in the huddle. But the idea that he's not a leader, I think, has some traction in reality. He had to go to the Warriors to win a championship. That is Steph's team. He went to the Nets and wasn't able to lead enough that Kyrie Irving played or played enough, and they kept that thing together. He wasn't able to lead enough that Harden wanted to stick around. And now he's with the Phoenix Suns, and and maybe he's the leader, but they've been a little underwhelming. He has never led a team to a championship as the most important guy on the team. Now, he was very important, and I know he was a two-time Finals MVP when he won his two championships, but that was a Steph Curry team. We all know the details. Steph's a better player. Steph's the the, the higher-ranked best of all time. Steph and that, that crew had just won 73 games the year before. So that's it. I'm not even going to go at KD. I like the guy. I find him likable. I find him insightful. I find him interesting. Can you imagine if he hadn't gone to the Warriors, though? I said, yes, I think it was yesterday that Mike Trout is going to be the best player ever to not win a championship. If Kevin Durant hadn't gone to the Warriors and hadn't won, is it possible it would have been KD instead? I, I think so. Marino's on the list. Marino's high on the list. 
Kevin Durant has two. The guy is so good. And I think part of this, his frustration, goes into the fact that no one talks about him as the best player of all time. And he thinks he should be discussed that way. He's just, he's not, he's not that guy. If Mike Trout had been a Dodger and not an Angel, and Mike Trout had three World Series rings right now, or two World Series rings, and had done what the Dodgers have done otherwise, which is win that division, you know, nine, ten years, made it to the NLCS several times, maybe lost in a World Series. Tom, I think we would consider, I think I might consider Mike Trout in the conversation for best baseball player of all time. It would be hard not to. Following what you just outlined, it would be really hard not to. And the Dodgers have a World Series in this century, not not two. And I'm presuming the Trout's presence, maybe it wouldn't. I mean, they have so much firepower and pitching has been the issue. And at times it's been a Clayton Kershaw issue when they haven't gotten where they need to go. But Duran, I think, is on a very, very similar level. Uh, Tom, so all right, I got, I've got Warrior for you. It's the, it's the ninja politics of San Francisco, Chinese immigrants, xenophobia, racism, Irish immigration, Irish people trying to make it, corruption, ninja sort of meets Bruce Lee thing on Netflix. Are you down for that? Uh, that doesn't sound like my cup of tea. It's really great. I'm sure okay. it is. Actually, I think you'd like louder milk because the main. Now you're not. Look, he's a he's a he's a he's an addict. But put that aside. He's grumpy. He doesn't want to speak to anybody. He's always avoiding people. But when he does speak, he basically tells them how they're a bunch of idiots. He's likable, but he, but you have to sort of like work for it. He dresses in a very similar way to somebody I know. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it's it's almost it's almost like watching a TV show about somebody I know. What are you trying to say here, man? I'm just trying to say that you have a lot of Ron Livingston vibes going on. You should watch the first episode of the show just to see if it's 22 minutes long to see if you recognize anybody. <laughs> see if it's like looking in a mirror. I, I mean, you said it, not me. Could have been talking about Stu. I don't know. Uh, good show. Fun show today. Thanks to Jared Greenberg. Thanks to Tom DeCelestino, Pretty Daddy. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. The show is brighter than you. See you here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 